0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show. I am so excited, everyone, that we have made it to season two. And all of the support has been absolutely overwhelming. And I'm really excited because I really wanted season two to really touch on some really tough and heartfelt questions. And I've read all of your emails and your DMs, and I'm super excited about today's guest And about our topic tonight, and first of all, I would like to introduce Forrest. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. What about yourself?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. And I know you and I had touched on a couple of things of, you know, some really tough topics, you know, that we are all really experiencing right now. And we talked about mental health. And I was really able to partner with a lot of people that work in mental health and really talk to other people that are experiencing, you know, a lot of mental health and health and challenges and everything, whether it's through the pandemic or personal. And so I appreciate you for taking this opportunity to really express yourself and talk about, you know, any of the challenges and opportunities and situations that you've gone through. So again, everyone, we want to welcome Forrest to the show. Hey, hey. Hey. Thank you for having me. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So again, you know, as we talk about mental health, what does mental health mean to you? Um,
1: For me, it means many things. Uh, for example, depression, anxiety, or when we get on to the more specific or Severe levels like schizophrenia or Alzheimer's. Um, for me, though, where I connect with it is on depression and anxiety. That's the only two that I can actually speak on for myself. Okay. You know, and I, by the go oh, No, you go ahead. You, uh, um, by that, I've been suffering from depression since the fifth grade, okay. and I'm 25 now. And anxiety really only came into my life when I was 21.
0: Got it, okay. You know, I, I think about we all have days when we feel down and you know, those feelings usually pass without having too much impact on our lives. But you know, when it comes to you, what do you think has caused depression?
1: Uh, honestly, I don't even know. It just happened from being a happy little fifth grader to all my insecurities. Being manifested and growing with inside of me. Okay. So every negative thought I've had about myself, having these thoughts where it's everyone who I think I trust are against me or just that the world doesn't like me. So what's the point of getting out of bed? What's the point of going on? Wow. It makes it harder and it's hard to believe what is the truth when you hear this voice in your head saying, well, I mean, that's not it. Nothing you hear is real. right? And when you go through every day of that mindset, it's kind of hard to get out of this hole you're digging yourself into.
0: Wow. Okay. You know, and it's interesting. I had a few conversations with a friend of mine who is uh, a mental health uh, professional and, um, you know, a, a lot of common mental health Problems and questions, you know, such as depression and anxiety from the research that we've really looked in, you know, they've affected and affect, you know, one in four people. And with that, it's still something that a lot of people find it hard to really talk about. And again, I really do appreciate you for taking this opportunity to be as open and as transparent. And it really also can mean many people keep their feelings about mental health problems a secret. You know, even from their close family and their friends. How could I even tell if someone has a mental health problem?
1: Um, for some people, you're able, like for me, anyone who knows me, I can have good days where I'm super energetic, super happy and giddy. But then the majority of the time, I'm very just monotoned or very straightforward with any, everything I talk about. Mm-hmm. But... Back in the day, I want to say 2016, I had a friend who was just always happy. Everyone he talked to, was he was happy with. And I want to say 2017, 2018, I got a phone call from our mutual friend who he had taken his life.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow, I'm so so sorry to hear that.
1: Wow. Even though he was happy to everyone up front, he was in pain. But in silence to, to the world, mm-hmm. which you can only tell from the signs that we give off. Okay. And some of the signs are very obvious, whereas some are just very to themselves.
0: Okay. You know, and and again, I definitely send out my condolences and and you know my heart out to people that are experiencing so much, and especially during. You know, this added on, you know, the pandemic and, you know, the virus and just everything that we're experiencing right now. You know, for different people, they will find, you know, different treatments to really help manage their mental health, you know, whether it's medication or it's alternatives such as, you know, talking to different therapies or exercise or even a mixture. You know, are there any drugs or therapy? that are better for mental health conditions?
1: Um, for me, and I can't say, speak on this for everyone, um, I'm on will for uterine. Okay. And that just kind of keeps me mellowed. Um, I wasn't taking antidepressants until last year when I finally decided to get help for myself. Okay. And it has just kept me mellow, but from time to time and just rare occasions, I do have my down days. Um, before that, I've taken shrooms to kind of mellow my nerves, and that has sort of worked when microdosing over a short period of time. And before I was doing antidepressants and shrooms, honestly, I would just use alcohol to numb the pain.
0: Oh wow! It seems to
1: make everything easier. Okay. Um, a lot of people from time to time, really get this idea from my social media, from meeting me for the first time that I'm a very happy, positive person. But majority of the time, I'm pretty just low energy and very monotone, just like I'm speaking right now, straightforward. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I don't think I'll ever be truly happy. I don't know what that definition means.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: I'll be content and I'm settled with content, but I can't imagine what being truly happy means.
0: Hmm. You know, and this is actually not one of the questions that, um, you know, I had. Have you ever thought about, and, and I talk about this a lot to my friends, have you ever thought about doing, let's say a vision board? and really just putting all of your thoughts, your, 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 your spirit, everything that's in your heart on a board, and figuring out, you know, what makes you happy.
1: I haven't gone with the board, but I have taken the idea of what in my life brings me joy. Okay. I can have small bursts of joy, but you can give me the Dior Jordans tomorrow,
0: And I don't think I'll be happy. Oh, wow. I mean, listen, that's an amazing pair of shoes. But no, go ahead. Yes. (laughs) But uh, one of my
1: fears is that for all the biggest events in my life, I can't, I won't be able to truly enjoy it. Like when I meet someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with or when we get married or when I have my first child, it scares me. Because I can't picture myself being happy. being happy in that moment.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, I'm not a doctor. It's one of those things that you really have to dig deep into your spirit and just say, you know, what are some things that make me fulfilled? What are some of the things that make me excited? and i know and again this is an interview for you but i know i've constantly talked about it and discussed it you know even on the podcast that i love exhibits i love being around art i love being around creative people and those are things that make me happy you know and i challenge you to really figure out you know even if it's one or two things what really makes you happy what could make you excited and you know and i and hopefully Getting to the point of marriage and children, you know, you would have then understood what happiness feels like. And you'll be able to transfer that energy on to people, you know, that really deserve that. Um, what emotion do you experience the most? Um,
1: if I had to say an emotion, I'm. Just just calmness.
0: Mm. Okay. Why is um, that?
1: I'm never stressed anymore as much as I used to be. And when I was stressed, it just makes things worse. And by that, it just kind of like, I can't think about anything except for that one thing that's stressing me out. Okay. Right now with this calmness, I can only think about what's coming. In that day, I still do have moments where there's situations that I'm, I can't control.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Where I, I play it back in my head to myself. Mm. But, and I obsess over it for a good amount of time, but for that moment after I'm just calm and if I can get to this level of calmness, then I don't hear the negativity
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I think adding on to that, you know, what embarrasses you the most in front of other people, you think?
1: Uh, honestly, just mis- misconceptions of my personality or misconceptions of me. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who take the time to actually get to know me, I, I got to give them their props. And for those who take the time to get to know me and still... Feel very positive about me. Okay, I appreciate those people the most. But then, for those who don't try, and then make mad that assumptions about me, yeah, that because like it's it's wrong. It it just makes me it, it, I'm embarrassed. I am wildly embarrassed because now, and the wrong name of forest Reeves is being put out into the world and it's just like that's not me right
0: well you know i i want you to take a moment and um think for a second what do you love most about yourself
1: the fact that I care about those in my life.
0: Okay. Your family, friends, and things family,
1: like that? Family, friends, okay. anyone who shows that their feelings are reciprocated back. And it doesn't have to be in a romantic relationship or fraternal, it just has to be that
0: interpersonal relationship that means something to someone else. Mm. Okay you know because go ahead
1: with, with with my depression one of my things is this it it makes relationships hard for me as well as interpersonal relationships as friendships because for those who i've been friends with for years i really don't have it down in my mind that this could be fake that they might be talking shit the second i walk out And when it comes to dating, it makes it even harder because it's just like, I don't want to be the type of person to obsess or think that someone on the other end is doing something because of my personality or because of my downfalls. Okay. But unfortunately, my insecurities feed off my depression. So they just get bigger and
0: bigger. Right. So your mind goes directly to that. Yes. Yes. Got you know, you touched on and you spoke a lot about family and friends. Um, you, you know, thinking about that, what experiences in your life, whether it be work or family, friends, have informed your yourself really about thinking about mental health?
1: One of the things is they don't really help. Like, they don't really shape my mind about mental health. Okay. If anything is when the depression got darker and there were acts and yes there were acts. Okay. Of taking my own life. Oh, wow. The only thing is I never want them to feel that moment of how how are they gonna find out? that I took my life. Mm. Like if I did it here tomorrow in my apartment, I live by myself. No one's gonna know until someone tries to hit me up. If I did it when I was living with my grandparents, it would have taken probably two days before they realized I never came out of my room. Mm. And to go from there to everyone trying to relay this message that I had taken my life. I don't want them to have to deal with that. So that has been the only way that my family and friends have shaped my image about mental health.
0: You know, and I think that's that's it's deep, you know, whenever you discuss it, because so many people have and have had that story what do you think prevents a person really from seeking treatment you know because i think that's what a lot of people really have sent in emails and dms about when especially when i said that i was gonna talk about mental health you know what do you think prevents a person from that
1: the skepticism okay i mean if you say like with depression that's pretty general broad term. But when you start to say like I suffer from bipolar disorder people are judging you especially with the way that like when you think bipolar disorder in mainstream media we think of Kanye's outburst now sure Kanye kind of got the discussion going in a sense but I mean in the black community we never really talked about depression we pushed it aside and said oh you need church you need Jesus and that doesn't really help and with some people they decide to take the initiative for themselves but that some they don't even want to identify that they might be depressed or they might have anxiety or that the fact is that there's a chemical imbalance wrong in their head or in their body that they might want to seek help about because like You can be happy one minute and then just gloomy the next or even pissed off the next. And it just seems normal to you because that's what you
0: told yourself. It's normal. Right. Wow. So. You know, no, and I was thinking, honestly, as you were speaking, you know, and I know we, uh, as people, we talk a lot about Kanye and and we discuss really underlining what is mental health. And I do believe that, and I'm a firm believer of this, is that there are people that are licensed to help. And that's why they're there. And I've heard that, you know, constantly, especially in the black community, that, um, oh my gosh, you know, go to church and, and pray it out. And, you know, the reality behind that, there are psychiatrists, there are psychologists, there are doctors, there are people that are here to help you. So, you know, I, I, I'm a firm believer of that. And, you know, I, I want you to think also, you know, who has influenced you the most throughout this entire time of your life? Who has influenced you the most?
1: Honestly, I have uh, no real role models. Really? Yeah. Wow. No one's really influenced me, at least in this subject. This was something that, because like before I decided to go seek help, I just, it was something I had to identify for myself. So it was more like I would be running into the same situation, same problems. And one day I was just like, look, I can't keep doing this. I'm going to seek a professional just to go to and then try to get medicated. Mm-hmm. And I really want to say, side note, that it is not only it is hard to come to terms with it, okay. but it is also hard to find a psychiatrist, not a therapist, a psychiatrist, someone who can, who can give out medication, Okay, especially in downtown Richmond. They have a waiting list for six months just to get an evaluation. And then you're on another waiting list before they try to give you to a psychiatrist. And then on top of that, if you are willing to go to someone who has an opening now, they don't take insurance.
0: Okay, wow. That's an so opening, okay.
1: It, I had to go to a homeless hospital with insurance, just to even get seen. And it's a, it's one of the biggest problems because like with mental health, sure, we can talk about it and we can say, hey look, it's all you gotta do is go to a professional, but it's not that easy if you don't know where to seek help. Correct. If you don't Correct. know what you're nearest. And um, there was a Netflix show I watched and they talked about my old state north dakota to where the closest in fargo the closest therapist was 200 miles away oh wow wow and that person went on went on the show and said at the time especially before corona that they were already dealing with at least 200 clients in a week
0: wow just one person that's crazy. That's crazy. You know, I think about a question that has really crossed, you know, my email a lot. And I wanted to ask you this is, you know, what are the pros and the cons of disclosing mental health? That's
1: the thing. So with this, it it's something you only want to disclose with people. Who you feel there's not going to be judgment with? You're not going to go down the street and be like, "Hey, buddy, I got depression. What's right, up?" Right, you're not right, going right. to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's something that you're only going to disclose to those who are close in your circle. Um, so the pros is that they understand you better. Okay. They understand what you're going through, and they understand one of the one of the things that makes up your personality. With me. If I'm drunk or buzz, people think I'm very energetic, outgoing. They like that. But then the second I sober up, they're like, yo, why do you seem like a party pooper? Why do you seem like an asshole?
0: Mm. This is me.
1: You just saw one side of me. This is me. Got it. So for those who don't know what's going on, that's a con. When you disclose this, they kind of be like, OK, now I know this is personality and I'm not going to say, are you OK? Are you mad?
0: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. You touched on Kanye. And um, I wanted to ask you a question is, you know, what does stigma mean to you? What does stigma mean to you? Like how does and how do you really think uh, stigma is perpetuated?
1: Well, his name with With bipolar disorder, especially with Kanye being, unfortunately, the mainstream face of bipolar disorder and his, uh, I want to say occasional meltdowns, but let's just say meltdowns. Okay. Anyone who goes after that and says, well, I just got diagnosed and I got bipolar disorder, bipolar depression. Only thing that the person's going to think of is Kanye's meltdowns, and the problem is, as a society, we normalize that to be just being like, "Oh, that's Kanye." Yeah. We normalize that for years, and then it wasn't until he dropped his J album when he's like, "Yo, I have, I have depression. I have, I'm bipolar." So now that's associated with that. And when anyone even mentions that, that's all people are going to think about. This are going to be like, yo, so are you going to have mental break- breakdowns? Are you going to hit mania? And the thing is this. Any normal person, they have had so many options and so many opportunities to seek help before they even get to a level of mania that Kanye has reached.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay.
1: But... Anyone who doesn't know mental health or knows anything about the progression of not seeking help will only be like, well, he just announced he has this and this man's about to break down in a minute.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would you change?
1: just a feeling of emptiness inside me oh. and I know that sounds very morbid but it's constant
0: mm. you know ending out and really rounding out this, this episode I really wanted to, to ask you one last question what motivates you every morning to get up
1: I just want to see what happens next. That's really it. I mean, like, if I, if I end it tomorrow, I never know what's going to happen. I don't even know what's going to happen if I end it. And, uh, the only thing that's really getting me thorough is just not knowing what's going to happen next. Sure. Life is amazing. And we have so many different opportunities. And right now it is seems very chaotic absolutely but (laughs) this is just 2020 um i honestly don't know what's gonna be there in the next five years and i kind of want to see it through
0: and we want to see you push through absolutely and i think as i always say you know the world is at your fingertips and the reality is we are in 2020 and there's so many things so many negative and positive variables that we have all experienced throughout just life but from me to you i have to say i'm very proud of you and i want you, you absolutely but i want you to take a moment with yourself you know after we finish this episode and Really revisit your happiness. Try and figure out what does happy look like in your life? You know, find out what, you know, you, you can love and, and create some type of fulfillment for you. Because you're the only one that have to account for yourself. And I honestly want to thank you for being as open and, and as transparent. Because what you just did on this episode, Forest will help other people to be able to say, maybe I need help. Maybe I need to go and see someone or even something as small as maybe I just need to talk this out with a friend of mine. So from my spirit and my soul, thank you for this episode and thank you for you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for Interviewing Absolutely. And where can all of these fans reach out to you? And, and what's your social? Let everyone know.
1: Um, My social media is at on Instagram. And my new podcast is going to be up in the next couple weeks, next two weeks, called yes. I Was Drunk When We Did This. Okay. On Spotify <laughs> and all podcasting
0: platforms. Nice. That sounds energetic and exciting
1: (laughs) we touch on real subjects while being intoxicated
0: oh all right well there you go there you have it and forrest i really appreciate you again thank you so much for this time thank you for this opportunity and thank you just for your spirit guys as we always say thank you stay focused and as always stay creative until next time thank you for tuning in to the jameer smith show